0: On this week's episode, we welcome Dr. Whittles.
1: Dr. Whittles, why don't you give us an assessment thus far of how the Biden administration is handling this pandemic?
2: Um, I I feel that the Biden administration has let us down uh, major-wise because they've politicized this entire um, disease process from the beginning. And it's not, it wasn't only the Biden administration. This is left over from the Trump administration. I think the government has handled it really very poorly. They didn't listen to the people that are in the know. We've told them from the beginning this was not a pulmonary problem, that this was an inflammatory problem. We've developed uh, tests that are either more accurate or actually better for surveillance and they're not using them because i, I they politicize the whole situation and if we're not careful we're going to get into more spikes the only thing that i've been saying from the beginning and you've been with me from the beginning is i said that the vaccine is good but it's not to cure all you still have to wear a mask you still have to stay socially um, distant, and you have to wash your hands and keep your hands out of your face. Um, I think that the, the administration is handling this very poorly, from every aspect. I don't think it's just this disease process. They've let us down in every aspect of his administration, from, uh, from the borders, to uh, how we uh, got out of Afghanistan.
1: You know, I want to, I want to, I want to stay with you on the science, the data, and and the pandemic. Why is there such a pushback on the
2: boosters? Well, th- that's a, that's a very good question, Armstrong. And all the people that were vaccinated back in uh, January and February, they ha- they have really no immunity at this point, or very little immunity. We're starting to get more and more breakthrough. Um, we have a new variant coming, which is the Mu variant, which they don't even know if any of the vaccines are gonna really work against this variant. And I think that we should be giving boosters. Israel is already planning on giving boosters and then another booster, four, to the for everybody in the country. So I, I think that we should all be getting vaccinated. But that is not, and I keep saying this, it's not the only thing that we need to do. We have to stop um, going into these large venues. I was watching football this week and nobody was wearing a mask. I mean, we're gonna see spikes from all of this. So you really believe, because I
1: um, (laughs) attended the US Open over the last week, and there were thousands of people. No one's wearing masks and I find it interesting because you had to show proof of vaccination before you entered the venue. And I've heard these contradictory messages um, that even if you're vaccinated, you should still wear the mask. So you feel that even at these sporting events, whether it's tennis or pro football, even if you're outside, you should have a mask.
2: I agree. If you're sitting that close together with someone, less than three feet, I think you need to have a mask. What is happening is is we're getting a lot of breakthrough infections. These vaccines were not made to prevent the disease 100%. Nothing works 100%. But we are seeing more and more people getting sick from this, and it's our children. The children now are getting sick. And uh, it's going to be a big problem because we're going to start seeing children die and uh, hospitalized. The hospital's already overwhelmed by by this disease.
1: You know, Dr. Whittles, I've known you for a while. I've never seen you look so overwhelmed and so dejected.
2: I I am getting more and more frustrated because as I see, uh, I walk around even my neighborhood, I'm wearing a mask. My neighbors go, we're all vaccinated. Why are you wearing a mask? Because I don't want to get sick. And uh, thank God none of the people in my neighborhood have gotten sick, but they believe because the government told them if you're vaccinated, you're safe. You're OK. You can travel. You can socially um, interact. I-, I think it's a big mistake. We're not out of the woods on this thing yet. What and you're about- right. I'm tired because I take care of COVID patients all day long. I still see people dying and it's not the older people that are dying now. It's the 40, 50, 60 year olds. It's not the 75, 80 year old people that are dying. And it's not only the people with comorbidities, it's normal people. I see them die every single day.
1: So doctor, before I um, invite our distinguished panel to also ask questions, cause I know they have them. What about the administration's latest um, mandate of vaccination of all federal workers Corporations with hundred employees or more demand mandated vaccinations because you do believe in the vaccination. Do you believe the administration is correct with this course of action?
2: I, I truly believe that the administration is um, making a political statement. I think that corporations mandate that they have to get the vaccine and not wear masks, I think it's ridiculous. Here, in state of Florida, um, uh, our governor has said no masks, and he's going to be punitive on the school system that makes uh, masks mandatory. I, I, I still say this, and I've said it four or five times already tonight. The vaccine is good, but masks are the only real way that you can keep this disease from spreading. Because a lot of people are asymptomatic. They don't even know it. And they're still infectious. And the the PCR test, as you know, does not really pick up the disease unless there's a certain level of virus on the stick when you stick it in somebody's nose. So the PCR test itself is flawed? I, I believe that it's not that it's flawed. It's not the gold standard that they're holding it out to be because of the fact that you can be infected and it will not register for two to 12 days, or 14, four to 14, whoever you're talking to. But you need to have a certain amount of viral load on the, on the stick when they put it in your nose. And it has to be in a certain place in your nose to, uh, to register.
1: So I wanna make sure so that none of us are confused by what you're saying, because I clearly don't understand what you're saying. You're not advocating staying at home and isolate. You're not advocating um, not go to work or shut down the economy. You're just saying you need an extra layer of protection of wearing that mask.
2: One thousand percent. I'm not advocating to shut down the economy. I was never advocating to shut down the economy, but they could have done it differently. They could have shut down all of the indoor activities. They should have required masks. You could have kept everything outside. And kept everybody distance, and I think we would have had a lot less um, people
1: dying from this. Robert Patillo, your question to Dr. Whittles
2: all that you have done to uh, to save lives and to help treat patients and victims. Uh, you talked a little bit about the politicalization of the, uh, of every single step in the COVID amelioration um, program. Now here where I'm at in Georgia, uh, we've had the issue where the governor, um, similar to Florida and Texas, has uh, come out strongly against masks. And as a result, we've had many school districts have to switch back to virtual learning because of outbreaks there. How can you convince people that it's not a political statement, whether or not you wear a mask, that there's nothing uh, about big government or some people, Marjorie Taylor Greene here, it's called it fascism to require people to wear masks. How can we get it politically across pe- uh, across to people that this is just simply the best medical science? Unfortunately, I agree with you. I think that um, our culture now is very mistrusting of the government. I think that our, our certain sectors of our country have been lied to and they've been um, uh, brought down a path that I think it's going to be a real problem to get them to trust us. Um, and that's going to be a real challenge. I, I don't, The answer to that is education. We need to show them the science. We need to re reestablish trust in our government, which we don't trust. Our uh, people don't trust the government.
1: Genevieve, your question to Dr. Whittles.
0: Sure. Dr. Doctors. I my question is, you know, people we have talked about, they watch this channel or that channel or all sorts of channels and they don't know what to trust and they don't know to trust the trust of government. They don't trust what they read. Where would you steer people to find consistent information related to what we're talking about here? Because, you know, I've heard some doctors saying they don't think masks make all that kind of difference. So how do you know wh- how what do people do? They get conflicting evidence. Where would you steer them?
2: Yeah, unfortunately, we're we're using experts that aren't really experts. Let's let's uh, stop uh, using people that are not treating patients. If you treat uh, like myself, I do. I only take care of the COVID patients. We've taken care of thousands and thousands of them in our hospital, so we we can hold ourselves out as scientists and experts. All the people that. You're referring to do not take care of patients. You're head of your CDC, you're head of your FDA. Those people do not take care of patients. And how they hold themselves out as experts is beyond me. Fauci, he talks out of both sides of his mouth. One day he says, masks help, the next day masks don't help. you got to be consistent. The poor American public, they don't know which way to turn anymore. It, and yeah. I don't have a at this point for you because I think we are really behind the eight ball on that And I agree with you and I think you would agree with me. You don't yeah. know what if you CNN you get one answer. Fox is another answer. And if you if you go with Armstrong Williams you get probably the most truthful out of <laughs> all of them. <laughs> there you go. Uh- and-
0: Hey well, th- thank you doctor and thanks for all you're doing and as uh, Armstrong said you can hear it in your voice both how much you care about what you're doing and how hard it is. Uh, I want to ask you about some just changing expectations for people you know I- and when this thing hit I went back and did some reading about sort of the old days the plagues that came through and one thing I think Americans may be beneficial to hear is this isn't going away. I mean, you know, this is gonna be with us for three, four, five years. It's it's not gonna be like the flu. It's different than the flu, but it's not going away. If we get all of ourselves vaccinated, it's not gonna go poof away. We're gonna be living with this. And one of the things that I try to tell people is changing your mindset on what the expectation is so important, in including, by the way, one of the things to help this, it's not enough. But one thing is get healthier, right? You know, and this is a good time to quit smoking. This is a good time to lose 20 pounds. I mean, but the expectation right now that I'll jab you and it's solved, it's a crazy idea, but it's what people in the American mindset we think fix it now. I'll get an oil change. I'll get COVID eliminated. We're in for a, you know, five-year, maybe 10-year issue, and maybe forever.
2: You're right. If you look back on history, if you look at polio, if you look at the Black Plague, if you look at, uh, through history, you're 100% correct. My feeling is, and I've been saying this, if you look back when I first started with Armstrong about a year and a half ago, we said this thing is gonna be with us for three to five years, and I agree with you. And it's gonna keep mutating. It mutates about every two weeks. We're expecting now the mu is coming through and, it, and it's gonna be a, a real problem. The vaccine and this herd immunity I disagree with all the people up in the government. You need to still stay isolated. That's the only thing that's gonna stop this, this situation. If you look at countries that have been wearing masks, that have been vaccinated, that have been socially distanced, and have been in good hygiene, those are the countries that are doing better. I, I'm embarrassed with our behavior in America.
1: Uh, Doctor I you know, before we um, say goodbye to you, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I I so much appreciate this discussion. Your final thoughts?
2: I've said it over and over again: masks, vaccine, stay socially distanced, and and continue good hygiene. And I think you'll be okay.
1: So, so let me. I've, I've got to raise this, and I know we're over time here. Are the unvaccinated a threat to everyday Americans, as is often echoed throughout this administration and other places in the United States?
2: If the unvaccinated follow the three basic rules, they'll be okay. And they stay isolated, they they stay at home, they wear a mask, and hygiene. I, I know I have friends of mine that are against the vaccine and have not been sick, and they've been following those three rules, and they've been fine. Um, I, I feel that this is the time for us, the vaccines they've developed are pretty effective uh, for the most part, and I think that Americans should be vaccinated. But I, as I've said all through this program again, mask, isolation, hand washing. Uh, and what about travel? Uh, travel? If you're careful, you can travel. You can get on an airplane. They isolate, you know, stay away. Don't eat on the plane. Don't drink on the plane. That's rather hard to do. But uh, we travel all the time with those rules. You got to follow rules. And Americans, we we routinely don't like to follow rules. You know, stand over there. Do this. Do that. We we take too many liberties.
1: Why do you say, why do you say, I'm sorry, why do you say don't eat and drink on an airplane? Because you gotta take off your mask. You can't, you can't eat and drink with your mask on. So ban food and liquids on airlines? I'm sorry? Ban no, no, food? No, they
2: don't have liquor anymore on the airline.
1: I'm talking about water and peanuts and whatever.
2: No, no, no I don't think they ought to serve them right now on these short flights. Well,
1: listen, I appreciate your Ken. Can- I know we're gonna say goodbye to Robert, Patillo and Genevieve. It's been such a fascinating discussion. I think we all, it's, it's not something we expected, but you know what? You know t- the truth and common sense when you hear it. it that just cannot be denied. Dr. Widows, thank you so much for your time, and I'm glad you've joined us tonight.
0: Thank you for listening to this week's
2: episode.